May the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Well, I am afforded the great joy of bringing the first in this new series of Bible teachings as we launch into 2023 that we are titling Seek First. And so it is obvious that this is literally the first, first, challenging us with what we should seek in terms of obedience to God in the months ahead. And it is also quite clear that Jesus himself used this kind of categorical language in one of the better-known commands from that hugely challenging Sermon on the Mount. And on that basis, I want to offer a one-verse Bible teaching that I believe can be very important in shaping us as individuals, but also as a church throughout this new year ahead. So let's read that one verse now. Matthew 6, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. This verse was the most important verse in all of the Bible to my own father, Robert Bracken White. And it's now my great honor to teach from it as my own father, missionary doctor in the Democratic Republic of Congo, the heart of Africa, and as his own children, me amongst them, described him as a passionary for Jesus. We didn't call him a missionary, we called my father a passionary who lived out this verse so well, and he and this verse still so hugely impact me to this very day. Jesus is stressing here in this call to discipleship known as the Sermon on the Mount, the huge place of priorities in his use of just that one word, seek. which is the imperative, a command, zetete, from zeteo, meaning that which you eagerly pursue, seek. Something that you eagerly go after. This is clearly in Jesus' teaching in the context of values that shape our lives and our world as we influence the communities around us. And thus, the preceding verses, Matthew 6, 19 to 24, Jesus is discussing values as defined by our approach to money, mammon, or the desire for will. Are our values determined by our eagerly seeking after will? And then in 6.25 to 31, as Karen read them, 
values as defined by basic necessities like food and clothing that we inordinately tend to worry about. And here, in this one verse, is those deep-seated values defined by that which you eagerly pursue. What do you seek? Zetete. It is quite clear, isn't it, that what it is that you eagerly pursue is hugely indicative of the value you give it. For example, I can tell you that when I was interested in a young woman named Cynthia Mundy, who later became my wife and she took the name Cynthia White, I eagerly pursued. Why? Because it was of such value to me to be in a relationship with a quality woman like that who would deign to give me the time of day. As we look further at this text, Jesus raises the value stakes, doesn't he, even more by including this comparative numerical descriptor first. Seek first. That is to say that he could have left it without any comparative term at all, or he could have specified it as that which is second or third. However, I want to suggest that as you and I begin this 2023, we take Jesus at what he says in everything we do, and what does he say? but seek first, 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 not second, not third, not fourth, not down the line of what is valuable in your life, what is a priority, what is first. The term first, as it is used in this context, is not after all, simply a numerical ordering, but it is clearly indicating a value assessment again. What you do first, as opposed to second or third, is quite an obvious declaration of a level of importance. For example, just a little over a month ago, many of us, many of you here, in fact, celebrated with us the wedding of Sepida and Hadi. Right there. We love you. We had a massive wedding and party, and I had to be here to lock up, so I was here till four in the morning with four hours of cleanup. It's amazing. Just 
a little over a month ago, the wedding of Seppi and Hadi, and right away in the very midst of the ceremony itself, as soon as the vows were shared and the pronouncement of husband and wife was declared, what did they do first? What did they want first? You know what they did? They went to the table where they partook of bread and wine, the Eucharist, to affirm their trust in the work of Jesus Christ at the cross as first, first, first thing as husband and wife. We're going to give our attention to this first. and how it impacts the world because they live that way. They wanted to make that clear. What did this say that they did it first? It made loud and clear, didn't it, what they value most, what is first in their order of importance for their lives and how they are used in the midst of the world. So then it is blatantly obvious, therefore, that we need to give serious attention to the what of what you seek, what you eagerly pursue as of first importance. That is, what is the top priority? That is, what is the utmost value? And what does Jesus, our Lord, say as to the what but seek first? the kingdom of God. This is, first of all, concerned with challenging, I think, our propensity to engage in our own kingdom-making, in which we are consumed with what we want, what conforms to our comforts, what allows us to rule and reign in domains, kingdoms, dominions of our own making. No, Jesus is focused again, as he always seems to be in the New Testament, on that domain, that sense of dominion, in which God is king, in which God rules and reigns, in which his agenda has precedence of over everything else. I don't know and I don't want to offend your sense of your taste for the monarchy, but I'll just tell you for me, I only have one king. One king. Only one king that I would bow to. And this is second of all concerned then with challenging the values of the whole wide world in order to prioritize kingdom values in which the supernatural is taken seriously and in which God's beyond the normal way of doing things is the first concern and in which the power of God makes all other claims to power categorically subservient to him. 
and in which the upside-down nature of God's kingdom is not only appreciated but demanded, such that the poor are rendered special priority, the oppressed receive justice, women are honored, children are the model, and in which freedom is actually actualized and in which shalom in all its dimensions is made real and in which the gospel the good news that jesus christ is lord that he is the king is the center and centerpiece of everything we do seek first the kingdom of God. But you will see in this one verse Bible teaching that the what is actually a duo. It's not singular, is it? Jesus spells it out here as twofold. He says, but seek first the kingdom of God and and his righteousness. And we have to say that in the world around us, there are surely forms of and aspirations to adherence to the requirements of righteousness. So that, for example, on the one hand, this rich word righteousness has to be understood on a horizontal plain having to do with justice. Dikaiosene in the original language has social justice built into its very understanding and purpose from God. And so as followers of and disciples of Jesus Christ as a church, we can surely affirm and partner with all efforts that are in the interest of social justice for righteousness sake, dikaiosene. But you note how Jesus singularly qualifies this so that it is not righteousness in general, but he says it is his righteousness. Therefore, justice, as understood in terms of God's holy economy, the holy economy of God in which freedom for all is essential, in which equality of all is understood, in which it is affirmed that all human beings are created in the very image of God, and therefore all, including the unborn, including the elderly, including those handicapped both in body and in mind, and all those marginalized for any reason, they are all of inestimable worth according to his righteousness. As a church, are we going to stand with the many that the world around us neglects or rejects or says are secondary? And God says, no, they're my priority according to dikaiosene, to the justice that accords with his righteousness.
However, because we are talking about his righteousness, not only is the horizontal plane part of dikaiosane, but the vertical plane is equally important in an economy that reflects God's values. And then there is undoubtedly this requires a spiritual condition that is an essential part of this equation on the economy of the kingdom of God. What do I mean by that? That is to say, and please hear me, I think this is so vital. I want to say it without hesitation or apology that his righteousness does urge that you or me must be, were called to be in right relationship with God. It's not just horizontal. It is built in as well a vertical dimension that I am in direct, straight rightness. The word righteous, dikaiosane, literally means straight. I'm not going this way and that. I am straight on. I'm in a right relationship. Not perfect, but right. Dikaiosane not only suggests this, but requires it. And churches around us can easily go to one side or the other. They're all about the horizontal plane, but forget rightness with God, or other churches that are all about rightness with God but could care less about justice put into practice in the community and social ways around them. This requires both. Is it true of you, the true of me? Are you in right relationship with God? And I have found in my own personal experience, when I am in right relationship with God, it gives me deep passion for social justice issues all around me. Comes out of that rightness. It's not just my concern, it's how God is shaping me because I'm in direct connection with him. Jesus is teaching us here that this, his righteousness, is to be first value, not second, not third. A right relationship with God, is that the case with you? Is that how I look at myself? Can I say that? I'm not perfect. I have every day, things I have to confess of my failures and sin, but I am in right relationship with God that leads me to say I need to confess. And do you see here how Jesus makes abundantly clear what is in fact then secondary when we live a life reflecting God's kingdom and God's righteousness, because he adds these crucial words, and all these things shall be added to you. It is the Greek word prostathesetai, prostathesetai, it's a mouthful. 
which is future passive in terms of grammar, and it is something added or simply additional in terms of meaning, so that Jesus certainly is talking about things that are important, but secondary. In the context, he has dealt with money and food and clothing, or we could say basic necessities. In fact, those basic necessities that require money or some form of trade to procure for us that we, as common wage earners, tend to worry about. And Jesus Christ is not dissing them at all. He is, in fact, affirming that such things are important, but secondary. Money is important. Food is important. Clothing is important. The basic necessities. But they're secondary, according to the kingdom teaching of Jesus. And so we need to ask ourselves honestly, I want to suggest to you humbly, what are my secondaries that I have allowed to become first my income my job my career my flat my car my schooling my habits my relationships all important, but secondary. But we are left, we have left off, in fact, that crucial word, but that actually is the head of this challenging verse, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. But it is an adversative drawing out Jesus' purposeful contrast in what is really important in contrast to humanly devised values and priorities. And seek the seek command is present so as to render this better, but seek and seek and seek and seek again, not once, but over and over and over and over again. This is really what defined my father as a passionary. He was not afraid to embrace the contrast between kingdom-based values and righteousness-based values as opposed to the plethora of values dominated by wealth and worry. But seek now 
tomorrow, and all the tomorrows after that, that which is of first importance, Jesus here unequivocally explains the first is the kingdom of God and his righteousness. These are indicative of, these are the subject matters, you could say, that determine the values that will shape you and the broad world around you as it comes under your influence. If, if you think Jesus Christ is right, if you believe him, if you trust him, Do you, do we collectively as we launch into 2023? If so, then I want to be a passionary. I want to follow the model of my own father to embrace the contrast between a plethora of values that make secondary things first and put the first things first, first, first. And encourage us together to do as Jesus Christ instructs, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Amen. Oh,